Hi you guys, welcome to the GWAP Thanks Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby, also known as Gabrielle, also known as Gabby Glocks, also known as G-Baby, also known as GG, also known as Gabs, also known as Yo Gabba Gabba. Don't ask about the last one. However, I know you guys are probably like, Gabby, where the fuck have you been? Is this really a new episode? Are you pulling our leg? You've been pulling our leg for the past year and a half. Where the fuck is going on? And I am deeply here to apologize about my lateness. Um, a lot of shit's been happening. I'm so sorry you have to hear about my fire alarm. But you know, black people, we never noticed that. And that's very natural to me. However, um, life's been lifing. Um, shit's been going through it. I've been going through it. And I had to really figure out if I really want to do this podcast. Um, my goal is to create a platform for DMV artists, be able to uplift and give us exposure. I feel like DMV music hasn't really hit the scene yet, and that's due to the fact of lack of exposure, lack of support. And I want to make sure one of my platforms supports all these creators, not just rappers, artists, photographers, creators, brands, etc., etc., because I really do believe our sound is very unique. So basically that's that um thanks for being patient if you're still here with me um i have a couple goals this year you guys if you would like to help me like um gwild thanks is now my baby my passion my hobby i decided to double down and actually put effort into this and slowly grow it just as a side project um basically really hope for the end of this year we get a bigger audience so please share this to your friends your families your cousin your sister your uncle your soundcloud rapper boyfriend or girlfriend your favorite painter your next fashion designer friend your favorite um how do you call it i don't know what you call it when drewski be posing all weird and shit like that or whatever you know shit like that um so yeah so the goal eventually you guys Hopefully at the end of this year, you see, maybe I'll move it to YouTube, but I hate the way I look. I'm so sorry. I'm very insecure about myself and I hate the way I look when I'm talking. So I don't know. Maybe I get rid of my double chin and get a BBL first and then y'all see me talking on camera. <laughs> on top of that, um, hopefully to hit 1K followers on Instagram. Um, Keep out. So GWAL thinks I'm going to soon um, start trying to host shows to bring on different artists and stuff. So keep out and look out for Instagram posts and make sure you follow the podcast page, GWAL Thanks, as well as my personal page, Gap Glocks. All right. Um, basically, yeah. So thanks for tuning in. And we're going to now get started with the show. So to start off this first episode, you guys, I have um, a artist you might have heard of, might have not seen me post around, probably seen me follow around. Um, if you've been waiting for the promo, you'll see a video of him performing let you little know in but basically we're going to talk about a drug that i don't partake in you may do i don't judge i don't mind um his name is lil cocaine lil cocaine is a multi-faceted creator from the dmv he's known for his very out the box punk style music he has various smash hits like no face no case one of my favorites he Lil Cocaine draws in a variety of listeners just by his voice and his stage presence is quite like no other. From being known as a Only Vibes curator and a traveling performer, Cocaine uses his penmanship, videography skills, and out-the-box fits. My bad, you guys. I'm stumbling like shit. See, he makes me nervous. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Segment. (laughs) Fits to spread that powder of his throughout the DMV. So please join me and put a hand, or one hand, or turn your car volumes up and your headphones volume up as I bring out Mr. Lil Cocaine. Yay! Hi, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing all right. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, this is so awkward because we definitely did a whole episode like this in a whole nother (laughs) environment. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no I don't know what she's talking about. Okay, he's just playing shot. Alright, cocaine. You wanna tell the people that has never heard of you before. Um, I'm so sorry guys. So you guys wanna see me also switch between calling him cocaine and this is also a childhood friend, so I know his real name, Jaden. So if you get confused, we're talking about the same person. So don't worry if you're not keeping up. 
But yeah, go ahead and tell everyone about yourself. Okay, so uh, I go by the name Lil Cocaine. I am a UX designer. I'm also a fashion finista. Um, I also filter out water for my daily... Uh, I'm lying, I'm lying. Uh, I'm an artist, I'm an independent artist, coming from the DMV. Um, live out in Laurel. Shout out to everybody that's in PG County, you feel me? Period. Per, poo, <laughs> whatever you want to say. Um... And yeah, I just make I make music. I make things that are fun. Uh, I like to direct and you know shoot videos and do all that extra extra stuff. I also like cooking too. So there's that. Yeah, I didn't know that. You yeah, brought me a meal. I could have, right? I should have. I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I know everybody's probably saying, who the fuck calls themselves Lil Cocaine and let them know. And no, I don't think, are you that black boy who's white in the inside that might dabble in Coke? Most like, definitely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like Coke products. You're not going to tell us how you got your name? Oh, how I got my name? Okay, so yeah, so I got my name because um, I was very addicted to, to Coke back in uh, middle school. Um, you know, they would have it inside the, uh, the lunch lines and everything like that. They have a can of Coke and it would be, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, don't I just, I had to think about it. And when you said that, I said, oh my God. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. But anyways. All right. So, yeah, no, I got, how I got my name. That's, that's the question. How yeah. I got my name. Okay. So how I got my name. Um, it was more so a, uh, it was more so a name that I was pretty much given. After um, looking for a name change, I used to go by the name Jason, but the way that you had to spell it and find me was the most difficult thing ever. You'd have to type J A Y S I N with spaces in between and all caps. I was not telling people to do that every day. I was not gonna do it. I I, I did it for like a year. I was like, yeah, let me stop. So I had to find something different. And at this point, um, you know, I haven't done anything like pretty much major. I was still trying to um, make beats so that I could rap on them. But I got stuck into, you know, focusing more so on beats because um, it, it was, you know, it was just a lot of fun. And it got to a point where I was just making beats every day. And if there was like a day that went by without me making beats, I would, you know, I'd be feeling a certain type of way about it. So. I would have to find a way to make beats, pretty much. I'd use, I'd, I've had moments where I'd use my friend's laptop in order to make beats if I couldn't make a beat off my own laptop that day. So it was most definitely, I did find like comfort in like the addiction of pretty much making music. Um, no, I breathe it, I live it, I eat it, do everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, how the name came about is that my friend, um, my friend Tarek, he was pretty much, we were in band class. I'm a band kid, by the way. Uh, played B-flat clarinet, so there's that. That's <laughs> being a Squidward. Yeah, shout out to all the, the woodwinds out here and everything. I don't know if I consider a woodwind. No. What'd you play? I played the flute. Woodwind. Oh, period. Yeah, gang. Hey, family. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um... Yeah, no, no, no. But down here in the DMV, we got a uh, we got a term. And it's like if something's good, we call it crack, right? Have you heard of that or no? You call it. Yeah, we like that shit crack. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, boom. I had to think right. about it. Yeah, about yeah. It's a very it's a very low key thing. Like people don't usually don't say it like that, but when it happens, like we don't even notice it. So, um, you know, I was making a you know I was making a beat and. I showed it to one of my homies, my homie Tarek, and he was just like, yeah, nah, this shit crack, cocaine. I was just like, I looked at him, I was just like, hold on, wait, let me write this down. <laughs> and then there was somebody that was on Instagram saying that, um, it was later, the same day, same day, mind you. Uh, she was saying that, you know, just text me, or just uh, DM me a word or something, like a phrase that you want me to say. And, you know, I'll send you a video of me saying it. So I told her, I was just like, fuck it, like, okay. And I was struggling at this point, you know, I was trying to figure out, like, what name to use so I could leave the old name. And she sent me a video of it, and I, it just clicked. The sound, the way it sounded and everything, I was just like, okay, this is, this is it, this is it. So I started and made up my tag, 
And ever since, I was just trying to find a way to like implement it. So I had to add the low, and I had to change the O to an X so that I'm easier to find. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much that's how I got my name. Okay, Mr. Cocaine. Okay, so as you guys heard me mention earlier, um, Cocaine is also an Only Vibes curator. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Only Vibes, um, it is a beautiful little house located in College Park. That is okay. So when I met Only Vibes, I think I was. 20 maybe 19 when i was brought out to only vibes for my first time it's basically i can see like is it like a it's like a creative house yeah like um i've definitely seen the place grown over the years but i was like i see people host fashion shows pop-ups um music shows artists it's just a lot of shit be going on over there like it's a house for everything so tell me like basically how you came you know locked in with only vibes and like your work there and let people a little bit no- more known of basically like what's your job over there okay so pretty much after um the two years of covid pandemic uh things started to open back up and as they were starting to open back up people were starting to uh want to throw shows and one of my homies uh dj 270 he was on a personal tour so he was going up from the East Coast, uh, just doing straight, you know, venue tours as a DJ. Um, and he would, you know, he would have artists there performed that are local and everything like that so that they could have a chance to pop back out and get back into the groove of everything. And he also has, like, a really unique um, style of DJing. He's done shows at, uh, he's done sets at Rolling Loud. He's done, like, full-on, like, uh, tours with uh, Death Proof out in L.A., um. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 like he's up there. He's up there. He, you know, he's doing his shit. But he had asked me, you know, because um, funny enough, so we have a funny story. We had known each other for years, but never actually like knew that we knew, you know, known each other. And we met at this uh, it was a death push. It was a NASCAR tour, NASCAR Allo tour, and it was like probably I'm gonna say three years ago, and they had um, a show in DC at the Songbird. And um, I had backstage because I, I knew NASCAR. And pretty much I had went upstage. I had my camera at this time because I was just, you know, trying to get back into getting my camera work done. And whole show goes by, right? He's DJing. I'm shooting pictures and videos. We're all vibing. We're working on that shit. Da, da, da. After the show, we started chatting. And he's just like, you know, I walk up to him just like, yo, I really fuck with your set. Like, you know. You know, um, what's your name? And he was like, yeah, no, my name's uh, 270, right? Um, and he was just like, yeah, no, what's your name? Because I was like, no, nah, my name's Lil Cocaine. He's like, wait a minute. He's talking about like, hold on, wait, wait, right? He pulls out his phone and he swipes up on his Instagram. He's just like, my name's Gentry. I said, you mean like Gentry Gentry? He's like, yeah, Gentry Gentry. So I was like, so we've been talking for the last 15 minutes and never said each other's name. <laughs> so funny enough, we've known each other from like two years prior, two or three years prior. And this whole time, we like, you know, it was like a good conversation that we had. But anyways, fast forward, um, you know, two years after. Um, yeah, so he was doing a tour over here. We do a couple shows and we were throwing these shows within like, three days notice so we would post it three days prior to the show and the show would like do really good we'd have like 80 people pop out it'd be a really good show and after a while you know i just kind of connected with uh jeremiah that's the owner of only vibes um and you know we just kind of locked in and everything like that and we've just been working has always been there to you know pop out be at shows anytime i want to throw a show we started working together on things. I had things to offer. He had things to offer me. And, you know, he kind of saw my vision. He understood that, like, you know, um, you know, I was genuine about throwing these shows. And it wasn't just, like, a money grab or anything like that. You know, it's actually for the culture. And, you know, he really cares about that. So, um, yeah, after a while, we just kind of, you know, got established and everything. Period. Period. Per. Per. <laughs> per. Very much per. And um, if people wanted to ever, you know, perform at Only Vibes or look out for a show, 
I guess they'll follow your Instagram. Follow me, DM me, hit me up um, at those shows monthly. Um, I'll be posting about it. Just make sure you reply or respond to whatever I post. (laughs) (laughs) Period. All right. So if you guys aren't mentioning um, the song, I'm a slut. Like, okay. Okay. So first of all, (laughs) me and Jaden has... I think the last time you actually spoke was in middle school. It was in middle school. And like, I don't know what happened magically. Because we always followed each other on social media. We just never really spoke to each other. And one day, I don't know, God said, let there be light. And there you go. Yeah. So um, basically, um, he invited me to one of his shows to see him perform. <laughs> one of the songs was... I think this is the funniest shit ever, though. I'm a slut. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, like, Jaden was always, I always knew Jaden as, like, that oddball kid growing up, but. Super quiet. Yeah, very super, <laughs> super quiet. quiet. But the fact he had a song called I'm a slut, <sighs> talking about sex and all this other things is very interesting coming from a person who seemed like from my old memory, very private. So, <laughs> please tell people this about the song. I'm a slut. If you guys also look in the description, the songs will be linked um as well. But I'm a slut, and you talk about you wanting a girl with an OnlyFans. Yes, that's very different than this climate where guys, a lot of guys say they don't want a girl with yes, OnlyFans. Yes, yes, so, yes. can you tell me your thought process? Like, what made you came up with that song, and what made you feel? comfortable to perform it out loud so when i made this song um i'll never forget this i think it was like super funny um it was actually right before the first show the very first show that i threw with uh, dj 270 like same day i made it that morning at like six in the morning don't know why but I, i it was something it was from the heart for sure it was most definitely from the heart um and, uh, yeah, you know, I heard the riff, the guitar riff. I was just like, let me, let me, let me flip this real quick, right? So, you know, I flipped it. I was just like, you know, just in the studio trying to find a, you know, trying to find a flow real quick. And I found it. I caught on to it. And um, it's actually highly inspired from uh, Missy Elliott. Um, um, Work It is the song that is more so, like, if you listen to the melody, it's like, uh, uh, see you work it. Uh, 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 uh. Wait, I'm gonna start. Oh no, what you thought this was? That, that's it. So, um, yeah, so I was just kind of like, you know, just channel my little, uh, my inner Missy Elliott. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Just just saying I'm a slut is kind of like, you know, it's something different. I felt, I felt empowered, you know. Shout out to uh, Amber Rose, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> slut Walk is really where it's at. It's got to be a dance, I think. You know how they got the plug walk? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... No, the slut walk is... That would probably be no, crazy, though. No, there was a thought walk. Was I a know they had walk. a thought walk, but nah, we need a slut walk for real. But yeah, nah, you know, topic, you know, is, you know, I'm a slut. Um, uh, you know, I like I like to be free. I think that's what being a slut more so is. I think it's a... Being free, being okay with being yourself and not really giving a fuck of you know what other people think exactly as long as you're enjoying yourself you know um we're all sluts yeah we're all sluts as long as you're a slut i think it, i think it's really close to um the punk culture if i'm being honest uh cause punk culture really is not giving a fuck you know it's not giving a fuck but being able to stand for the idea of not caring so also, uh, I you know I just think it's really it correlates you know it's really close if you look at it. Um, um, let's see, you want to go over lyrics or what? <laughs> like, I don't I mean, know. You could go ahead and talk your shit. Okay. Um, Get people to want to listen to the song. All right. Tell them about you should talk. Um, um, if you guys ever seen Concave perform, this man um loves to jump into crowds and crowd surf. Or hurt. get people mosh pitting. So always wear shoes you don't care about. Please. Or wear shoes that if people step on your feet don't get hurt. Because I swear to God, you'll at least see two, three, four, five, six people throwing themselves around in a circle. There's been a shoe in the air before. 
Yeah, was, wasn't they crowd surfing milk or orange juice or yeah, something? Yeah, they was crowd surfing. Uh, everybody said it was milk. I don't know why they thought it was drinking milk out of a jug. I was drinking orange juice, but it wasn't milk, milk is. Why would it be milk? That's crazy. Who drinks regular milk nowadays? That's wild. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm not that much of a savage, okay? But, um, yeah, no, most definitely. Uh, yeah, crowd surfing, I just think it's, like, a way to be more intimate with everybody, you know? Just being able to jump around and have fun and just let loose, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to show you with the OnlyFans. Hit my phone if you have one. Let's oh make, God. you know, let's make a business move. Come on. A business move. <laughs> business move. They bought their bag, bro. <laughs> about their fucking bag. What? You talking about 100000 a month? I have seen a lot of people's OnlyFans that I did not want to see. Especially people growing up. Uh, yeah, all no, the no. is really common, so it's very common. It's very, very common. common, or a private Snapchat, which is low-key the same thing. I think OnlyFans better though. Yeah. Yeah, it's more subscription based. Maybe I'll put my podcast on OnlyFans. Fuck it, yeah, put it on now. OnlyFans. And then I'm do it. Top, topless. Do it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's do it. <laughs> Here we are. I'm like, gee, wow, thanks. New movement. Even exposed. <laughs> New movement. <laughs> That's pretty uh, sad. I'm just, I, I just can't. I'm so sorry, guys. I definitely popped two, three Claritins, so I feel like I'm high as shit. Uh, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> here we are. There it this is, is, guys. The closest I feel. <laughs> there it is. Three Claritins. That's all you need, man. You guys don't understand. I'm taking a tox break and other stuff, like just focusing down. And like, lately, my body's definitely been going through it. And no, I'm not addicted. It's just. I don't know. And the weather changed been OD. Like, yeah. today it's raining. Yesterday, yesterday it was warm was as shit. I was sweating. And then the day before, it was cold as fuck. Yeah. It's giving... Yeah. It's Maryland. It's yeah, Maryland. It's, it's very giving, Maryland. It's giving all four seasons every week. And it's very annoying. Yeah, I've before seen you know, it. Washington State is going to snow next week. Yeah, I've seen it snow in the summer. Ugh. Yeah, I've seen it snow in the summer before. A few summers ago. I'll never forget it. I live in a cul-de-sac like it's at a nutty. And I remember on one half of it, it was like, I mean, like, like fake ass sunshine, like some busting through the clouds and everything. You see the sun rays hitting the ground and shit. And then the other side, you see snowflakes. I'm sitting here like, yeah, nah, this is something that I had to run and get my homeboy that lived across the street. And I was just like, yo, I need you to step outside real quick so you can see this, please. Like, fuck your slip slops. Like, fuck your shoes. Just walk out real quick and, you know, look at this. So he see that too, so. But yeah, it's Maryland. Come to Maryland. Speaking about I'm a slut. Yes. Okay, and you being a slut. Yes. Do you like getting slut out, Mr. James? I said Mr. James. Mr. James. If I like it, yeah. I love getting slut out. Come on. Yeah, let's talk about it. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. Tell the girls, um, or everyone, depending, like, you know what you sexually identify all that stuff like about your love life if you're looking for someone because you guys never know Jaden, you, you're listening right now could be the love of your life i'm trying to put y'all on and i'm trying to put you on to the fine niggas in maryland too because there's so many there's a we lot uplift of them. them yeah here we, we are find them. the young kings <laughs> um what was the question <laughs> Your love life. My love life. I hate love, man. Um, nah, nah, nah. I see love as a very different... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm i very single. Very single. Um, I have zero time for anybody right now. <laughs> as an independent artist that does, you know, everything down to directing and editing and everything like that. It sucks. But, I mean, here I am, you know. I work hard. So. Not until I, I'm at a good place where I won't, you know, I feel comfortable. And everything like that. I'll start looking. Um, you know, or just open up myself or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I think I think love is like a really cool thing. Especially if like it's something that you see as not um, uh, uh, of like ownership, you know? Ownership? Yeah, like, like, like. Uh, like not about to be during Women's History Month to talk about ownership. Hold on. Wait, that's next <laughs> month. Hold on. We got 15 days. Still, we got 15 it's, days. Hold on. It's still hold Black on. History Month. You talk about ownership still. I, I, we got 15 months. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But nah. Um, yeah, nah. More so. Um, uh, like, I see, I see it as, like, something that is, like, the person doesn't have to be quote unquote yours <laughs> during this month. Um but 
<laughs> yeah, no, but it sounds so bad. There's no other way to put it. Okay, yeah, but yeah, having like somebody in your life more so just thrive as their own individual, no matter what mm-hmm. they're doing. I think that's like the best form of love, you know, no matter if like, you know, True. if they're with somebody else or something like that. We talk that. about love, like our generation even believes in love. We live in a state of situationships. Yeah, it's a lot of situationships, exactly. Situationships. Like, yeah. I'm more heartless than the other person and who, everything. Who cheated first? Or <laughs> I got my heart broken in fifth grade, so it's fuck bitches for it's, the rest of my it's life. It's fuck bitches for the rest of my life. That's my villain, that's my villain origin story right there. <laughs> That's my brother or just story. The second grade playground. <laughs> no, I'm nah. a girl, so yeah. I'm not I'm not evil. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not. I think I think most definitely I think I think I think heartbreak is the best character development you could have. When was the last time you got your heart broken? Um <laughs> the two years ago? Ooh. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. And you're still healing. <laughs> very much. No, very not. much. Everybody's healing process is very different. Very much, very much. I'm after. Just, I'm just sick of everybody saying I'm healing, and then still be talking to six, seven, eight, nine guys, yeah. four girls, and saying that they're yeah. healing. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm loving myself more. Period. That's the best. <laughs> That's where it's at. I be talking about my self journey and self care journey since my last relationship, and everybody be like. Gabby, Robbie, like, it's real. Like, if you, and how do you say it? I can't think of the word right now. What? If you heal intentionally, mm-hmm. there's a difference between you just saying you're healing, you're healing and making yeah. three or four TikToks. Yep, it's very true. So, yeah, I man. recommend that for all of y'all. And Most if you're in a situation with ship, it's fine. If you're in a relationship, it's fine. But Situationships it's aren't bad, by the way. Situation- yes, they are. Yes, they are. Depends. It depends. No, look, it depends because I think that situationships are okay as long as there's all like open communication. That's I what I know, think. Because Cause there's a lot of there's a lot of situationships that I hear from other people and they're like, Oh, I just found out da 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 this is doing this. Right. But if somebody's being straightforward with you, you have that pure honesty that's right there and it's like you can either leave or not be mad, you know? Like there's or you could be okay with it and just be like, I'm happy that you communicated that with me, you know? Probably. And as long as you're doing your own thing as well, there shouldn't be too much of an issue, you know? But everybody's different, though, at the same time, you know? I disagree. Disagree is perfectly fine disagree. to disagree. <laughs> it is perfectly fine I to just, disagree. I think, like, situationships are a gateway to everybody saying they're not in a relationship and be able to do what they want. Like, you're literally, I feel like in a situationship, you're literally just doing what's in a relationship without the title, whether it's just sex Mm. or even the fact if you're having sex and going out on dates and everything. Like, I just feel like it's the lack of commitment and that I think that's what makes situationships even messy. Yeah, it can be messy. It really can be messy. It really can can be messy. messy. I will say that for sure. Yeah, because I, I don't think there's no, I don't think there's the true open line of communications in a situation. because I believe the law of attraction is real, and mm-hmm. I feel like if you're hanging out with somebody every day, all that stuff, no matter what you guys say or stamped in the beginning, like we don't want a relationship, we're not taking each other seriously, we're just gonna fuck, go out, blah blah, blah or whatever you decide. Mm-hmm. Just being with that person twenty four seven, you're gonna catch feelings, yeah. and there's always gonna be that one person that has more feelings than the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's that's one thing that that's the downfall. That's the end story. The the, the fun part. <laughs> the fun part. You said but, the fun part. Yeah, I think it's the fun part, man. I think it's the fun part. I think it's I think it's it's interesting though because in actual relationships, most of the time when the breakup happens, that's usually what happens. You know, there's usually always one person that's still holding on. Yeah. At the end of the day, I feel like situationships are the relationships of. It is hard these days because you can't you can't really be heartbroken OC because at the same time you're like wow I can't claim it because we were never together so I can't really be heartbroken yeah it can't be heartbroken yeah yeah you can't I don't be like know. fuck that nigga fuck that bitch out loud because <laughs> whole a lot of people do not even know y'all were together yeah nah yeah now nah, look you gotta cry in private <laughs> now look I think if you want to be in a relationship not get into a situation because you're not going to be there for what you're 
looking for, you know. People that want to be in situationships, they're going to find each other, you know. me being a lover girl, I Mm. feel like you can get trapped into a situationship where people like to use the idea of getting to know you and stuff. Yeah. To as a pathway of let's be in a situation shit and then dragging that whole I'm just trying to get to know you. And I be trying to tell people, I do believe after two or three dates, two or three link ups or like a good two or three weeks of talking to someone, you know if you wanna be with them or pursue them for real or if you want something more than just what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you should usually you know from like the first like few times you see a person. Like, okay, maybe I have an interest in this person or something like that. I'm a little different. I, I'm just, like, completely, like, abstinent from that shit right now. So, Period. Abstinence. We love we love yeah. an abstinent king. Very abstinent from that. I'm just... I, I don't have... I literally don't have time for any of that, which is sad. Like, That's what I'm... I'm it kinda, sucks. I'm kind of on that right now. I was on that last year. Mm-hmm. Purposely not dating. And that was really good. And mm-hmm. then... um. Being abstinent too helps a lot because I just tell a guy, I was like, I'm gonna let you know right now I'm not having sex. And before yeah. you know it, I'm either blocked or <laughs> I know, yeah, and that's... ghosted. And I said, well, at least that bridge, like, what is it? Water under bridge, bridge over water. Wait, what? I don't know what One of the water under the bridge, you're gonna yes. say that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's very true. Um, yeah, I feel like, well, that's a good thing. I think being abstinent most definitely. Being abstinent and straightforward and, like, actually believing in that shit is, like, something that you, uh, it helps out. It clears a lot of roads and pathways. But I do hate, because right now, I'm a big TikTok person, if you guys didn't know. Mm -hmm. The whole celibacy trend and everybody claiming they're celibate, but they only be celibate for 8 hours, 24 hours, 2 days. Yo. (laughs) 5 days. I'm a new man. (laughs) And then... (laughs) I'm not the same person I was 24 hours ago. <laughs> you have a guy trying to talk to you, be like, "Oh no, I was." He was like, "Yeah, I'm celibate." Oh, for how long? Nine days. Nine days is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Nine days, bruh. What happens in nine days? <laughs> All right, bro, you, that's your whole tank in and, nine and days. And then they're bro. crying about I'm losing hearing in my left ear. <laughs> be like, yeah, I can't taste anymore, man. I'm losing uh, sight of my left eye. <laughs> my breathing getting weird. I got asthma from this. And then I just I don't know. I do believe in abstinence. Save yourself from marriages. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Jesus is the way. Yes, yes, yes. You do not want a child and stuff. Please However, don't get a child. Rihanna did steal my man. So I know. I will remain abstinent forever because I was supposed to carry ASAP Rocky's first child. You guys heard that now. We're turning was... into monks. You're turning into a monk. Come on, join me. Come on, join me in the path. <laughs> I You can be a monk, but I am looking for a munch. If any of you guys are munchers, please hit uh, up. Talk your <laughs> shit. Talk your shit. <laughs> hit up my DMs. I love a proud muncher. A proud munch, 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 munchkins. Munch, munch. A cookie monster. Cookie yes. monster, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, did you watch the Super Bowl? I didn't. I didn't. So look, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I didn't watch the Super Bowl either. Did you watch Rihanna's performance at least? I seen it online. Oh God. Yeah, I seen it online. Okay. Meanwhile, Jane is weird, so we're gonna ignore that. Um, Shout out to Rihanna. I love you, Rihanna. Love you, Rihanna. We love you, Rihanna. If you're hearing this right now, I would love to sponsor Fenty or Savage, Rihanna. I love you. I love everything about you. I love your accent. Everything. Everything. Where's she from again? Um, actually, so I just found out she was born in Barbados. Okay. But her, apparently her family originally is from Guyana. Guyana. Okay. 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 So like they said she has Guyanese heritage, but she was born in Barbados, which is why like everybody always says she's from Barbados, like she's Barbados. But like they said, if you speak to her long enough or you hear her family, you'll hear a Guyanese accent. Probably. And stuff like that. And yes, those accents of the islands are different. Very different. If you different, are yeah. really from the islands or you've you been can around tell. a lot of Irish people, you could tell that their yeah. accents are completely different. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell the difference between And the like, language, because Guyanese people are weird because they'll be saying, everybody be saying curry chicken, they love to say chicken curry. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be flipping everything and whatnot. And they listen to more, um like, is it chutney music? Chutney? It's just like more similar to like Indian style. 
don't know what to say. Plus, they're in South America. A lot of people hate to... There's a whole diaspora war claiming them as the Caribbean or not, but they are considered Caribbean. Yeah. I think I think if, if you're in that island aspect of everything... Don't say the island aspect before white people claim their own island. Oh, my God. Island yeah. boy. I'm an island boy. <laughs> Yo, where are they? <laughs> I saw him. So, somebody showed me some music video. And I swear I saw him in a video. And they're like, you know that's island boy. I said, why he looks so much normal? And they said he they, they did all that just to get, like, social media clout. Very smart. It is very smart. It's just like the boys. If you if also on tiktok when you like assemble oh my god yo did you hear that two of them are missing yeah where are they before. <laughs> if you guys remember them they were they were coming out on twitter a lot oh when god. people were talking about the lack of boy bands and it was four of them dancing and doing weird flips and shit in the street and at target and at other stores and now like they revamped themselves to be two guys and bruh the, the little song, My Blicky, on the Just a, They're blowing up on TikTok. Are I think really? they had to wait. Yes, I really think TikTok was their platform. Like, yeah. Twitter was hard because Twitter be attacking everyone. But all, if you start off at TikTok, you can make your way to being acceptable on Twitter. But yeah, you these, most definitely can. These little niggas doing it. But they said the other two left because they couldn't deal with the embarrassment. Oh, uh, <laughs> bro, they should have stuck it out. I think they were cool. Personally, they stuck it I out. think that was really cool because I'm not doing a backflip. But they all said they're all friends and stuff. It's just that they're not going to do like the weird shit they be doing. Because I think one guy has some weird ass haircut. He has like a fade. Yeah, he got the fade with that with the uh, high top. Yeah. But it's like box. weird. Yeah, yeah. But it's like. Too. Yeah. It's very weird. Like they brought his hairline way too close to his eyebrows or something. But back to Rihanna. So, um, right now I was recording this episode, you guys, social media right now is going crazy because Rihanna, first of all, there's a lot of shit we're going to talk about. So, Women's History mm-hmm. Month is coming up next month. So, we're going to dissect two little things right now. First, um, Rihanna posted a picture from her Vogue photo shoot. Um, we're going to talk about first the cover. Apparently, right now, and I'm not going to say Hotep, I'm just going to say the misogynistic side of Twitter in my in my eyes or on twitter there's a lot of controversy going on about the way the cover of rihanna's magazine was shot and this was said because um rihanna is pictured to be dragged well not dragged so rihanna is basically up in front and she's holding asap rocky's hand and asap rocky's holding the baby kissing the baby and it's kind of like she's like um, you guys ever had a guy grab your hand and pull you like through the crowd and stuff or your friends mm-hmm. pulling you through the crowd? It's kind of something like that. So yeah. that's the cover of Vogue. A lot of men apparently are very upset at that picture. Whoa, okay. They're um, taking shots at Rossi's masculinity, saying that this is the world now. They want to erase um, masculine energy. Oh my God, that's are really they, what they're saying? They're really, yes. They're oh all yelling about... Oh, are they trying to imply that Rihanna's the head of the household and Rocky's the stay-at-home dad? This is crazy. They're breaking up dynamics of the family. All this crazy stuff over a picture. That's crazy. And I think people forgot the article was about her. Yeah, no, that's... It wasn't about ASAP Rocky. The article was about her and her new pathway through motherhood. That's crazy. That that's really the topic right now. That is literally the topic. Like literally, I'm seeing a guy posting the whole Black History, African American, like essay all over Twitter. That's crazy. <laughs> nah, that's wild, man. Like, nah, that's wild. <laughs> the topic right now in this state. That's ah, uh, like nah. That's crazy. Mm-mm. I don't even know what to say about that. Why is this a conversation? I was like, first, it came from her performing with the pregnancy bump. And then I was really mad at Twitter because if I said, why are you judging a woman's body? You don't know she's postpartum, blah, 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 her body to go back to normal. You could definitely tell that was a fucking baby bump. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I was like, y'all trying to be way too woke on Twitter. That was definitely a baby bump. And she kept rubbing it. You tell me, if if I'm fat, not fat, if I'm overweight or I just had a baby, you think I'm going to keep rubbing my, my stomach in public? Unless you're lucky. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, lucky. Yeah, lucky. 
Okay. I'm just saying, like, I was like, I told you, I said, make it make sense. Make it make sense. And she threw hints for the past couple days that she was pregnant. She was bringing a special guest with her and all this other stuff. Make it make sense. I'm pretty sure we all knew this, though, from, like, way back. I'm pretty sure there was, like, some weird time skip, I'm guessing, where people didn't catch on to the fact that Rihanna was pregnant, like, months ago. Oh, no. I think she looks, like, now I think she's probably, like, four or five months pregnant. Yeah. The way her stomach looks. Yeah. And I was just, I just think people wasn't paying attention. And, or they were being too woke and not trying to judge her body and stuff. But congratulations, Mama Rihanna. And then, speaking of the baby... Now they're attacking Rihanna on top of that over a caption she posted on her Instagram where she said, my son, so fine. I don't care. I don't care. And everybody's upset because now they're sexualizing the word fine. And now there's an argument. And I'm going to bring both of us into it because I have Caribbean background. So does um, Jaden. What's that? And... The connotation around the world, fine. And then also, like, I feel like just the disconnect between a lot of cultures or social media in real life, where we now try to overanalyze too much shit on the internet to make it seem more than what it is. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I feel like a lot of the conversations that's on the internet most definitely is something that um, I like to misconstrue a lot of... Uh, you know, just ideas and stuff like that, like culturally. Um, there's a lot of things as a Jamaican that we'll have in our lingo that doesn't mean exactly what the fuck it's saying, you know? So, yeah, no. And you got to remember, Rihanna is not f- from here. Exactly. So you got you to gotta put in, you know, you got to put that into consideration when people say certain things. Um, it's not an American. America is not the main character of earth at the and end of the day very much so very much so and what blew me was seeing somebody comment and said because somebody did speak about that they said like in a lot of um immigrant culture especially african and caribbean culture people will call their kids fine handsome like in creole like if i'm losing weight and i start looking nicer like my mom or my family would be like oh gabrielle ufe sexy which mm-hmm. is me. like in english it means oh you're doing sexy like but they're basically telling like oh you're looking good blah blah yeah. blah so like hype you up and it's not in a sexual way it's yeah, just it's not like in a sexual way. it's like a way of saying it in a lovely link like in a love loving type of tone yeah and then it pissed me off though when people were commenting and saying like oh well she's in america now that's so weird that and is that's so I'm weird i'm just like <laughs> we're and it's, it's sad because like i always feel like the person was black that was tweeting this and some of the response and that's i feel like the black diaspora itself from africans to caribbeans to black african americans um like the wars and like stuff like that about like the xeno the internalized is xenophobia that I do see, especially in the black community about certain stuff like that, is the fact that why can't I be born in America and also be because I I was born here and I still contribute to my Haitian background. I still like people don't understand. I was in Esau. So half the time, like I know English is my first language, but like there's so many ways I still be struggling English because I can't differentiate a lot of words from two different languages. And I just feel like you're telling me that because I'm America, I need to change the way I talk or use certain phrases and stuff. That's kind of crazy when that's how I grew up with. That's how I talk. That's who I've been around with. Yeah, it's it's all culture. Like, don't I feel like people shouldn't be, you know, looking away from their culture. That's where your roots are at the end of the day. When, when, when it comes down to everything, you know, what's... No, I think the the universal language of connecting with other people and other cultures is food, right? If you're st- you know if you're straying away from your own culture, not just like ideas and everything like that, but more so just like everything in general from the roots itself, you're gonna lose yourself, and there's nothing gonna you know nothing's gonna really exist. There's not gonna be much to spread. No, nothing new to learn. If you're okay with living like that, you know, so be it. But you're weird. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll just say that straightforward. You are weird. Um, not wanting to learn new things and be okay with other people's lives existing in their own ways. You know? It's not like she's affecting anybody. She's not hurting anybody. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. I forgot what I was about to say, man. 
Oh my god, it was right there. You said something, and I just... What, Roots? Is it Roots? Oh, no. Like, people forget America is a melting pot. Yeah, it's a melting... Like, Yo, what? It's a melting pot. Like, if you... Because now, you talk about food, and I'm just saying, if you take away from Mexican food, Italian, Korean yeah. food, African food, what do you consider American food? No, literally. Cornbread? Cornbread? What? McDonald's? No, no seriously. Like... Nah, if you really think about it, it's crazy, really, if you really want to get down to it, right? If you go up to New York, right? Say you were going to New York and you wanted food and we had no melting pot or whatnot, you couldn't, there wouldn't be a little Italy, there wouldn't be a Chinatown, there wouldn't be, um, you know, the, the, uh, the, um, Bodegas wouldn't even exist. Like if we're really talking, like they got, you got what's, what they call them, ox. Yeah, you got you got the Akis out there. You know, it's mostly um, anytime that I've been up there, it's um, it's usually a Middle Eastern uh, person that's running the joint. You know, or behind it. Like no matter what part. What's it's chopped cheese, New York. Yes, yeah, chopped cheese is for New York. Okay. As a city. So that's the same thing as Philly cheesesteak. No, it's not the same thing. It is. Don't ever say that to oh. somebody. I beg. <laughs> don't ever say that, please. All right, I'm trying to save you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's two. It's completely two different things. It's um, kind of how like Jamaicans with curry chicken and um, Indians with curry chicken. chicken. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like same thing. Same thing. Um, yeah, nah. I feel like people need to accept cultures and understand if it's not, if it's not affecting your life, you need to shut up. Period. Yeah, <laughs> there you are. What did Rihanna say? Bitch, better have my no, money. money. Yeah, focus on your bread, bro. <laughs> you focus about different cultures. Focus on your bread, bro. If you don't have a, if you don't have a, a six figures in no seven, if you don't got seven figures in your bank, stop shut talking. Shut up, up, please, please do. That's why I'm shutting the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. And then, like, the so, since you're an artist mm-hmm. and you're a small-time artist, like, how Rihanna's a big-time artist and with the Super Bowl show, a lot of people was, like, so excited with the idea of new music coming out until she announced that she was pregnant again and everybody's like, oh, my God, and how she's been taking this hiatus of breaks. A lot of people feel like nowadays, um... Especially society, we push a lot of artists to put out projects continuously. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like now that since you're like a smaller artist and like a more local artist, that you have that same, um, how do you say, it, pressure of keep continue putting out products in order to make sure your audience is growing? Yes, most definitely. I feel like not strictly for the audience growing, but more so for the art just to get out there. I think that's what I care about more, especially the way that I want to uh, present the art. So um, I love film and directing and I love going out and having a day to shoot videos and get super creative down to like dialogue, lighting, coloring. I like to color videos really like I'm really deep into coloring books. Oh, I'm not that. I'm not that crazy. Okay, <laughs> I'm not that crazy. I don't own a coloring book. Okay, <laughs> don't buy me a coloring book, please. <laughs> um, but yes, nah. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like artists. Most definitely, I encourage artists to get your music out there, no matter how how you have to do it. Just make sure you present it in the way that you want. You know, you want it to be seen. And, um, you know, me personally, I, I think that being able to, um, you know, put a lot of music out there is, is cool because you, you have something to offer. You know, I know I have something to offer that people haven't heard before, mm-hmm. um, you know, and people, I guess they like it. So <laughs> here we are. Uh, I like it. See, that's cool. I got one person on like <laughs> music. Look at that. <laughs> I like that. I'll be playing it when I be getting ready. Yeah. Nah. No face, no face. <laughs> I love that song. That's that's my shit. That, if you guys haven't heard the song, it gives off like I love what's that movie? Sixteen Candles. The old like the old nineties or eighties movies, like when you're getting up and j- jumping on the bed. That's what yeah. like, no face, no case. Some fucking me. home alone shit. Oh no. <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah, as an artist, I feel like it's the most definitely. I feel like anything that you do, not even just an artist, but anything that you do that you're looking forward to for, like, you know, if you want to be an architect or anything, like, wake up and do your shit. Oh, no. Like, I feel like you should just, yeah. I want to be a doctor. I don't feel like waking up and doing that shit. Yeah. But I mean, if you have a goal. Oh, no. Very much so. Yeah, if you have a goal, go for it. It's hard sometimes, though. It is hard. It's not easy, by the way. It's not easy. It's way easier to say it than do it. And I think it's very hard even chasing your passion if it's not, like, the stereotypical path of going to school, graduating, and getting a job there. But, like, chasing a type of art or whatever creative outlet and trying to make that your source of income. Yeah. I really hands off to everyone that does that because it takes real dedication to get there. No, seriously. Shout out to everybody that's in college. I had to drop out. I, it just wasn't for me. You went to college? I did go to college, yeah. I ended up, um, I went to a PG community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I dropped out as the pandemic hit and everything went online. Because mm-hmm. I was, I'm just, uh, I have ADHD. So the way that my brain works. Yeah. Online work is not, don't put me in the same, you know, the same room. It's like putting me in the same room with, like, 30 musical instruments and food on the table with, like, music being able to be played straight into my face. And maybe there's a movie on this side of the wall. (laughs) That's exactly how it is for, um, that's how it was for online classes. It was crazy because I seen the decline in my grades and everything. Um, yeah, it was like I was hitting A's and everything like that. And as soon as everything went online, I like failed every class. So it just wasn't for me. Um, yeah. The pandemic really did fuck up a lot of people in school. Yeah, I fucked them a whole shit. But I think, I think it's also a blessing though, because it did most definitely allow me to have more time to Amen. myself. And now I'm in the position that I'm in right now because, you know, I had time to focus on it. Yeah. The perks are hitting me, guys. A the lot perks are hitting. Perk 10. I just popped the perk 10. Yeah. Perk 30. Yeah, I just popped the perk 30. 30. 30. Mm. <laughs> 30, 30. Wait. Yeah, perk 60. 60. <laughs> I just popped two perk 30s. <laughs> Man, perky yeah. dance. Let me do my perky dance. <laughs> <laughs> you got perk angle in the building. You already know. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'll ever pop a perk. Maybe one day. Perks are just fucking pain medications. Okay, but like, I've took one before, not one to get like high. <laughs> like, I took one with my wisdom teeth. All that damn shit was made me do was go to sleep. Yeah, that's what a lot of this shit I want to do a perky dance like YNJ. That's one person I want to be friends with. Who YNJ? So, he just sounds so lit. Yeah, I'm he does. Me in to perks. <laughs> like, he just be saying dumb shit in his mind. Ah! <laughs> Man. <laughs> I don't know. That's great. <laughs> no, it's very much. All right. So going back to you and music and stuff like mm-hmm. that, do you have any DMV? Like, uh, you spoke about like Missy Elliott inspiring you with um, I'm a slut. Have you had any like DMV and um, imp- I was about to say impressions, inspirations, and I think sometimes it's kind of hard because um. What's your type of sound um, in the D- when it comes to the DMV music scene? A lot of the same type of sound is um, being more uplifted, especially with like the DMV style of rapping with the inflow, inflow mm-hmm. rapping style, like how that's been more uplifted and stuff like that. Instead of you don't hear a lot more about the DMV R&B, punk rock, house yeah. music, and et cetera, et cetera. So like, do you have any uh, inspirations? Yeah. Um, from the DMV, from the current modern day, not really. I think one thing I will say though that I am inspired about, I love their lyrics because they be saying anything. <laughs> I, I there's a lot of DMV artists that really be rapping, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of artists that just be lit, yo. And I think <laughs> it's the coolest shit ever. Like, and I think everybody using the same flow is like also something that's very um. It, it's culture. It's like a, it's like more so something that I don't look at it as a bad thing. I do wish and hope that you know more artists are straying away from it, but most definitely keep it inside. You know, if you're from the DMV and that's something that you do, keep it inside your music. You know, by all means, keep it inside your music, please. But 
find a way to like branch out so that you you know I'm not listening to the same thing shit one over yeah, yeah. Again. I want to listen to thing one and thing two <laughs> like I'm not trying to do that you know all all respect yeah but I don't I don't really have an inspiration that lives in DMV a lot of my inspiration comes from like other cultures and stuff like that okay. um I say uh let's see somebody that comes from well as I was a band kid. So I have a lot of actually like classical um, inspirations. It's funny. I, I fuck with Bach heavy. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I fuck with Bach heavy. If you really listen to his music and you watch and like, actually, funny enough, if you um, listen to Tyler and you know the way that he composes all his music nowadays, it's that. really, really, really similar to the way that all the um, the classical headliners used to. Um, you know, compose their music. They have bridges. They have part A's to part B's towards the end. They have those moments that he always talks about inside his music. That's always inside, like, anything, you know, Mozart would make or anything that, like, you know, Bach would be composing or anything like that. So I'm very, like, deep into, like, the older shit. Um, let's see. I fuck with the Beatles. I think they're cool. I've never heard of Beatles. I don't think I ever heard a Beatles song. Not gonna lie. Yeah, no, they're they're pretty decent. I fuck with them. I, I know who they are. Well, I'm thinking. Is "Here Comes the Sun" by the Beatles? "Here Comes the Sun." I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. I might be spreading misinformation right now. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> thinking. I was like, Beatles, I think so. Beatles, though. Beatles. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. Let's see. Beatles. Um, oh, a lot of like. Oh. A lot of 90s hip-hop was fire, bro. That shit is heat. Like, my if you listen... on 90s hip-hop is very um, influenced by my parents. My parents were born here, so all I know is Eve and Juvenile and Lil Wayne. And, well, I don't think you count Lil Wayne as 90s. Nah, I, I didn't 20s, even know who Tupac 20s. existed. Hey. So I was like... And... High school, middle school, when people really? talk about Tupac, and I never heard a Tupac song until probably like after high school. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting. Nah, but yeah, no, nah, most definitely. I think I think a lot of, I mean, if you listen to my music now and the way that I rap and things like that flows, and even like the cadences on the actual beats themselves, they they go all the way back to the '90s. Like if we're looking at um, Cool J or um, cool J as an outlaw Cool J? Yeah. Yeah, Cool J or listening to uh, NWA or um, uh, Wu-Tang as another. Like, if you listen to the way that their beats and the way that they used to flow on their stuff, it's very, very similar. Um, yeah, I like to, I think, I think more so, I think my inspirations isn't from artists exactly. It's more so from the era of okay. when it was made. Because I can name, like, 30, 40 producers and artists, and none of them sound the same, you know? So it's yeah, more so. Yeah, you said LL Cool J, you said. NWA. And you said Wu Tang. Wu yeah. I do, I can see the Wu Tang influence though. Yeah, it's more so. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of uh, artists that say like they're inspired by other artists need to understand that's the era that made those artists, you know? I think it's a better way to put it so that you're not so narrowed down. Um, my biggest inspiration would have to be Daft Punk, though. That was my first <sighs> sign of music ever and understanding what music is. I love Daft Punk. Yes, I, I have. I need to start collecting all their vinyls. I have Discovery in the house, <laughs> sitting still wrapped up. <laughs> so, um, please come back if you're listening to this. I don't know what the they're not making music no more. They broke up back. Oh like, my god two years ago last year yeah it's like a big thing so yeah so sad. i know hopefully they come back for like if they come back for a day i'll pay that beyonce ticket price i'll do it it's sad beyonce ticket price i need honest behavior to come back, Get back behavior. yo if mindless behavior i think they could do it too they can't rock royals in jail <laughs> oh never mind what's he in jail for what the hell <laughs> I think he got out of jail for something else, and then he was on probation, oh. and then he um, basically fought a homeless person, and was I think he went right back in. Right back in. That's crazy. Yeah, and he has like a son. 
everything. It's so wild how your life could just change. Literally, I said, sir. <laughs> you were in such Nigga a good said, position. Where's Mrs. Right? In a good position, man. You go from you go from traveling all over the world to, to now being locked to up. Traveling to the courtyard. No, for real. That's crazy. <laughs> it's so wild. Yeah. Yeah, but I do hope like maybe I heard they apparently didn't have like kind of like a lot of beef. Uh-huh. Their managers kind of created beef between them, but I really hope like they do a reunion tour because we big time rush should not be doing a second tour. They already did one tour. Nah, they need to do. Now they're they're, they're on a second tour they're now. On a second tour, they come to DC. I I, don't, I think they do have a DC show. My sister goes to I'll UMD. Go. And they just performed at UMD. They so, performed yeah. at UMD? But yeah, I was like, because I swore, I said, did they just go on tour? You tell me they're going on tour again? And they're going on tour again with the, the guy from the movie Rags with Kiki Palmer? Yeah. They're going on tour with him too. Bro, I'll said, go see what? them. Yo. Is this a Nickelodeon tour? Like, I said, what is going I on? I love Big Time Rush, okay? I was so hyped when they did the <laughs> uh, Music Sounds Better With You uh, cover. I was so I played that shit over and over again when it first dropped. I was like, yeah, nah, this they is it. Crank. Boyfriend was my shit. Yeah, yeah. Boy, boyfriend boy, was crazy. Boy, 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 boy. That was a crazy song. What? <laughs> Bruh. But the only thing that threw me off is when my mom ruined my childhood and she said, you know, these are grown men playing teenagers. I was just like Damn. Damn. She wasn't Dang. wrong. That's oh my crazy. god. You know what I'm thinking about now? What? Whoever influenced Big Time Rough, Gustavo, has to be DJ Khaled. Ain't yeah, yeah, no it has way. Yeah, it has to be. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anybody else. But he has to be DJ Khaled, like the way he dresses, the way he acts, and everything like that. Yeah, and oh most my, definitely. I just realized that you the best. <laughs> you smart. And he was a hater too. <laughs> and he was a D one hater. <laughs> like. Yeah, no, it most definitely was DJ Khaled inspired. Alright, so we're going to slowly wrap this up because the perk is hitting hard. He said the perk is hitting. <laughs> Perks is hitting hard. But um, before we end the podcast and stuff like that, um, based off how I dropped this episode, you'll either see me talking about some upcoming um, things to help promote the new generation of GWAL things. I'm dropping this the day of the promo. So y'all see, depending whatever part I say, et cetera, et cetera. Um, talking about creating, pushing out a new project um, for artists that are interested or other creators that are interested in being a G-Wild Things podcast, you can always DM me or email me off the G-Wild Things page. Um, I do go visit shows all the time and we'll run into people and talk about you and network. I am a very shy person. Um, it's really hard for me to talk to people in person, so don't be afraid to come up to me and stuff like that. I might seem a little shy, but I'm always intrigued, especially if I see you perform and I am excited about your music and you can take my soul with your music. Best believe I have a seat on you. Oh, I have a seat on you. I have a seat for you. Oh my God. It's crazy. Okay, okay. If you want, you could drop them with your social media, everything, and talk about any of your upcoming projects and performances coming up as well. Alright, so you can catch me on every social. Uh, Alright, so you can catch me on every social media platform at Miley Cyrus fan page. Uh, so you know, it's uh, L I L C X C A I N E. Um, everywhere. Uh, if you see me, say hi. If you don't see me, say hi. It's still, it might be me. You never know. And, um, yeah, look out for uh, new music, a lot of videos, visuals are going to be a big thing this year, 2023. Um, if there's any shows that you see, I'll be actually on tour this year. Um, so, you know, I'll be in your state possibly. So if you see me slide out, if you hear this, you know, just make sure you lock in and everything. Yeah. Period. Alright, you guys, and don't forget to follow GWL Thanks at GWL Thanks on Instagram. Follow us on SoundCloud. I have Spotify. I have Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow my personal Instagram at Gabby Glocks and on Twitter as well. I also have now my first, how do you guys say it? Um, 
collaboration or promotion or whatever or ambassador whatever i will have the details in the comments but i am working with another um podcasting platform that has invited me to be a creator on there and share my information so you guys will see all that posted up follow me and all that stuff and support me on that journey as well i was so pressed getting the email and them asking me to work with them and yeah so Thanks for listening. I'm so sorry about my sniffling and my dumbass smoke detector that I swear to God had to start today because I live here and I've never heard it before till now. Or maybe it's just that I'm hyper aware. Um, thank you, Cocaine, for coming. And um, Thank you for having me. Of course. And yeah. Bye, everyone.